Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. And good evening, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Welcome to another episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. I'm your host, as always, Tony Defio, and I thank you for joining me on this, of course, Friday night. It is Friday Night Six Pack after all, so it must be Friday, Friday evening at 9 o'clock in Pittsburgh. And it's cold and it's windy, and I can't wait for January to be over. It's it's actually my least favorite month of the year, for whatever reason. I I suffer from that uh, that was it called the uh, seasonal whatever disorder. Uh, as soon as the uh, December ends, I uh, I kind of get depressed for the the entire month of January, unless the Steelers are in the playoffs. That kind of boys boys or lifts my spirits, but of course uh, not this year. At least not after uh, these, uh, January 10th. Anyway, uh, before I uh, before I get started, I just want to thank every, uh, jo- uh, welcome everybody in the live chat for joining me. There's Steelers Chick Pittsburgh, Steelers Pittsburgh, and I'm sure more folks will be along shortly. But uh, before I get started with my topics, my uh, weekly topics, I just want to want to encourage you to please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check out our YouTube channel, and, uh, and we're on face we're on Facebook now too. You can catch all of our, our live shows on YouTube and Facebook. And we bring you shows like this, uh, the hangover with myself and Brian Anthony Davis, which will be changed for the off season at some point. I, I don't know what the new, the new name is going to be, but there's that show. There's the, the, the uh, Scobro show with Dave Schofield and his brother, Rich. There's the, uh, I'm not sure what the, what the new, uh, Michael Beck and Jeffrey Benedict show is called. I, I should know that I, I saw it the other day and I, didn't memorize it, but that's a great show too. It used to be Know Your Enemy, but it's something else now. And 
And of course, you can check all of our our, our live shows uh, on your favorite audio podcasting platform afterwards. And we have we have exclusive audio shows like yeah, like Let's Ride with Jeff Hartman, the Live Mike with Michael Beck, the Retro Show, the Stat Geek with with, with uh, Dave Schofield. Um, there's the Touchdown Under Show that I always forget that used to be audio only. Now it's 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 a live show that you can catch on YouTube or Facebook. So please check all those out. Please, please press, press like, subscribe. And of course, check out Behind the Steel Curtain, the website where we bring you news, commentary, film breakdown. Anytime there's a story that breaks, those guys are on it. Whether it's 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 Dave Schofield or Jeff Hartman, Michael Beck, those guys are on it. The film breakdown with Jeffrey Benedict, Kevin Smith. Uh, and of course, there's me, there's 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 Brian Anthony Davis, who's the, the the podcasting manager, and he does an excellent job. And there's the Touchdown Under Crew. They 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 write some pieces. There's names that pop up that I don't even recognize, but they're but they they, they add uh, great content to the site. So please check that out. As we like to say, it's your one stop shop for all your Steelers needs. And speaking of the Touchdown Under guys, I always forget their names. It's Maddie Peverall and Mark Davison, and Mark Davison is joining me in the in the live chat, and he's saying, "Cheers, mate! Cheers to you, my man." It's probably what like. Wednesday in Australia. I don't know time zones, but I'm sure it's. Uh, I think they're ahead. They're ahead. It's, it's Saturday at some point, right there. Ryan O'Toole. Thanks, Mean Joe, Ezra, Brandon Haynes, Michael O'Malley. You guys are the best for joining me and and helping me through my my January of depression that I have every year, except for when the Steelers are in the playoffs. So it's been a it's been a long past few Januarys, I'll tell you that. Anyway, uh, I just have a few topics I want to discuss tonight, and I'll take some questions and comments as always. And the first que- uh, topic is, of course, the Steelers on Thursday signed Dwayne Haskins, formerly of the Washington Football Team, to a futures reserves one year contract. Um, and it was funny. It was it was funny watching the. Um, the people overreact on, on, on Twitter and Facebook because this is the same guy, really, a couple of years ago when, when, when we were preparing for the 2019 draft, people were, he was one of those draft crushes, right? He was like, oh, I hope, I hope uh, they, they draft a guy like Dwayne Haskins. People were high on him. You know, he played his college ball at Ohio State, the Ohio State, and he had a heck of a, a senior year. I think he had a heck of a college career if I, if I, if I uh, remember correctly, but anyway, his stock rose really quickly. I think he tr- went tenth to Washington or twelfth or something like that. And uh, you know, he he it, it just it just didn't work for him. The what you're hearing out of um, out of Washington is that he was Daniel Snyder's pick, the owner, and and the coaches there did not want him. They didn't want to select him. So it was a uh, it was a bad start to his career. I mean, he really had to wow his coaches over, I guess. He really had to win them over, and, and he didn't do that. You know, he it, it wasn't the greatest rookie year from what I have heard since uh, Thursday. He showed up overweight for his rookie camp, and, you know, he, he, he they gave him a chance his rookie year, and it didn't quite work out, and they, they gave him more of an opportunity in 2020, and, and it, it, it was even worse, and, you know, he's had some off-the-field incidents. I hate to say issues because he really hasn't been – he hasn't, like, been arrested or con- committed any kind of crime. You know, I mean, he's been stupid, 
you know, uh, not so much the fact that he was spotted at a nightclub, but the fact that he was spotted at a nightclub during a pandemic and he was, wasn't wearing a mask. But I guess if you're in a strip club, uh, all bets are off. But anyway, um, so I, I don't want to be too hard on him for that kind of stuff because um, he is young and, and he is immature and, and and he's probably entitled like a lot of young uh, draft picks are. You know, you're, you're coming up through through life and everybody's telling you how great you are and then you and, and you get into the NFL and, and you think um, people are still going to going to, uh, you know, worship the ground you walk on. And, and then you realize that, that it's a whole new game when you're when you're at the professional level and and people expect you to act a certain way and you're, and you're not quite there emotionally or mentally yet. So I don't want to be too hard on him. I mean, it, you know, uh, it's 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 I believe in second chances and nothing he's done has been overly egregious. And it's just it's something that so many football players and professional athletes engage in that to, 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 to hold that against him to me is, is just totally unfair. So I'm willing to give him a, a second chance. And fortunately for him, it's not up to me. It's up to the Steelers. And uh, they saw something that they like in him and, and, and they had a, a, a meeting with him on Thursday and they quickly signed him. So he's uh, he's their employee, at least for 2021 um, and, and to me, uh, I, I don't, I didn't get why people were so upset about it. it. It was almost as if people were acting like this was Pittsburgh's answer to finding Ben Roethlisberger's heir apparent, which, uh, if you're a Pirates fan and I'm a Pirates fan, I could see you being upset with a move like that, because that would be their answer to finding, to replacing like an AJ Burnett or an Andrew McCutcheon, you know, trust me, I've seen it, you know? I, I've witnessed it. You know, that, that is, that is usually what the pirates would do. They would, they would go out and get some, somebody that was cut that, that was, uh, uh, you know, had a, a bit of a, uh, a questionable recent history and they would sign him and say, all right, he's our replacement for Andrew McCutcheon, the former national league MVP, buy some tickets back when you could do that kind of thing. But, um, that's not what's going on here. This is just the Steelers latest attempt and improving the the quarterback position in the hopes of either finding a backup to Ben or his replacement. And they're doing it on the cheap, just like they did when they, when they drafted Landry Jones in the fourth round back in 2013, just like they did when they signed Zach Mettenberger. Remember Zach Mettenberger? Like from the mid-2010s when he was, the, he was with the Titans. And, you know, not only did he have a name that sounded like Roethlisberger's, but he had, he had same kind of size and build and skill set. And people were enamored with him and they brought him in and he was on there. He was a backup, I think a third stringer for a year or so. Uh, they went, they drafted uh, Josh Dobbs and of course they drafted Mason Rudolph. So that's, it's, it's, that's what they've been, you know, people have been calling for them to groom somebody since like 2013. And, and, you know, you might be able to beat me on a lot of things when it comes to football, but you can't beat my memory. I've, I'm left-handed, um, dyslexic. So one of the one of the gifts that we have is is a great memory, and you know poor handwriting. We kind of stutter a lot, as people remind me all the time when you know when they listen to my show. But we have a great memory, and I remember back when, like, when Ben was like thirty years old, people saying they need to find it. They were already back then. They were worried about finding his heir apparent. In fact, when Landry Jones was drafted, what did Charlie Pat say? He said. 
this could be the guy that they can groom to be Ben's replacement. Of course, that didn't work out. And it really hasn't worked out for any of these guys in terms of, of, uh, of appeasing the fans, maybe appeasing Mike Tomlin, Kevin Colbert, that they, that they found somebody that, that, that could truly be Ben's uh, replacement or, or the future of the franchise. But that's okay. That's okay because, like I, like I keep on saying, and nobody wants to believe me, when Ben does retire or they cut him or whatever, they're going to take the quarterback's uh, position seriously because I, I believe, and I've said this before, that they learned their lesson between 1983 and, and 2003 between Bradshaw and Ben when they really didn't invest heavily in the quarterback position. You know, right after their, their Super Bowl run of the 70s, Chuck Noll immediately went back to, to trying to, to use that same formula that, that he used to build his Super Bowl dynasty of the seventies. He, he, he tried drafting defense and he, you know, he tried finding, he stuck with the running game. You know, that was his philosophy, but you know, what he didn't maybe grasp at that time was the missing, the final piece of the puzzle was Bradshaw's development. And, and I think Bill Cowher had the same problem in the nineties into the early two thousands. He had such a great roster so many dominant defenses year after year with Dom Capers and Dick LeBeau and Tim, Tim Lewis and those guys as coordinators. Uh, yeah, great running backs. Uh, he had some great offensive lines, but the one thing that was always missing was the quarterback. That's where they always came up short when, when, when it mattered the most. So I don't think they're going to make that same mistake again. The minute Ben goes, they're gonna they're gonna invest heavily in, in in the quarterback position, whether it's a first round pick or a free agent. More likely, it's gonna be a first round pick. I think that's the way to go, because you have his entire rookie contract to find out about him. And chances are, it won't even take you that long. It'll probably take you. You'll, you'll probably know after two or three years. And if you don't think he's the guy, you can move on to, to somebody else. You know. But to do it now, to do it now when Ben is still here, and 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 word is he's likely coming back for twenty twenty one for the final year of his current deal to do that. Now, I just don't think it makes any sense. You know um, why? If he's here for another year and you're going to pay him $19 million, well then I think you owe it to your team and to your fans to try to, to, to shore up other parts of the team to, to make your team better for 2021. So you, you can compete again. You know, so that's how, that's where you spend your, whatever free agent money you might have, which might not be much for them. And, and certainly your, your, your draft choices, you spend them on trying to make the other parts of your, to try to improve other parts of your team. So, uh, and people were, you know, I was texting with some friends uh, yesterday when, when the Haskins news broke and, and yeah, uh, my one friend was like, wow, the quarterback position in the draft is so deep this year. It's five or six deep. They got to go for that. They got to go for one this year, but they, but they say that every year about, about going back to like 2015, 2016, remember the Carson Wentz, Jared Goff draft and the uh, Patrick Mahomes and Mitch Trubisky and who it was it Lamar Jackson was at that same draft or, or was he the Sam Darnold draft, Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, that there's always a deep draft class for quarterbacks because there's always such a, a, a premium placed on the position. So, when the Steelers decide that that this is the year that we're gonna we're gonna draft the guy in the first round, if that's what they decide to do, there's gonna be a player available, you know. Uh, 
it, 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 the, the quarterbacks that are coming out this year, Trey Lance and all these other guys, there will be those same kind of quarterbacks when when the Steelers decide to 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 start over at the position. Trust me, it I, I, it, it happens every year. So I I don't think it, this is anything to worry about. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, uh, you know, this isn't this isn't their answer. This is a smart move by them. Um, you know, they they can get him in their system. Uh, Matt Canada, he's their quarterbacks coach. He might be their coordinator. Who knows? He's a front runner, but we don't know. They've also interviewed Pep Hamilton and, and Hugh Jackson, and I know Hugh Jackson for sure has been a quarterbacks coach and a coordinator. And I think Pep Pep Hamilton has been a quarterbacks coach. I think he helped develop Justin Herbert last year, didn't he? I think was he was he with the Chargers? Anyway, so you know, um, there will be they're going to try to develop him, and if it works, great. You move forward with Dwayne Haskins, whether it's a, as a backup or maybe he competes for the for the, the start starting role with a Mason Rudolph or somebody else in a year or two. If it doesn't work, you cut your losses and you move on to somebody else. You know, um, people are so worried about about his his you know his influence on the locker room but he's just a young guy i mean this is this is there's a lot of veteran players on this team uh including the quarterback you know he's not going to come in to be the pie piper of bad behavior they're all going to follow you know so uh i i'm i'm behind the Dwayne Haskins move i, I the reason being is i just don't think it's a big deal i don't think it's any different than if they would have signed a former number one pick from another position or an undrafted free agent as a quarterback, it's no different. It's, it's, it's a guy who you didn't have to spend a lot to get him, and, and you know, relatively speaking in a football sense. And if you have to move on from him, it's not going to, it's not going to disrupt the team very much. You just move on and, 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 you know, this stuff happens all the time in the NFL. So I like the move. I, I like the fact that he has a pedigree, that he, he has some upside and if you catch lightning in a bottle, you know, maybe some magic can happen and, and he can have some great years here in Pittsburgh. So we'll see what happens with that. So that was my first topic. And my second topic that I seem like, it seems like I want to hammer every week and that's the, the Steelers attitude and their culture. And that was brought up again on Thursday and again on Friday when discussing Dwayne Haskins, because people were acting like the Steelers have had such a hard, uh, a big problem with, with their culture in recent years. And it's a problem again this year with Juju and Chase Claypool. And you're bringing Haskins into that environment. It's just going to make it worse. And I'm like, we really have to, to tone it down a bit when it, when it comes to talking about cancers in the locker room. And, and 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 poor attitudes and, and what a what a, a a bad a bad actor is, you know. I, I think we're we're really watering it down. And some guy that some young guy that goes around dancing on logos and and and, and posting TikTok videos, and some other guy who maybe is a rookie who was angry because he spent the entire ga- playoff game talking trash with the with the Browns and they got the best of the Steelers. So he decided to to talk trash in the press. Just because that happens doesn't mean these guys are bad apples and there's a culture problem in, in the locker room. And that's why they lost. I mean, that's just, I mean, if, if, if you want to talk about things like 
driving 100 miles an hour on McKnight Road or 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 having your your not 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 being forced to 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 sleep in the dorm at a training camp like like Antonio Brown or or if you're talking about players that are, that are that are failing drug tests or 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 getting arrested or whatever if you want to t- t- talk about that or sleeping in 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 meetings or or whatever that's a different story but this stuff is so minor and not everything has to be has to be a culture problem you know um uh, people act like the Steelers of the of the the two thousands that went to those Super Bowls that they were model citizens that did nothing wrong. Trust me, they went to strip clubs. They did. They stayed out all night and partied. James Harrison said as much. They used to half the team used to go out to to clubs the night before games and the night before practices, and sh- not some of them wouldn't even go home. So, you know, that was back obviously before social media, and that's why you don't see a whole lot of that anymore. Um, but it didn't matter because they were talented and they were committed to winning. And it's like what John Madden used to say to his, his outlaw Raiders teams of the seventies. I don't care what you do when, when, when you're not, when you're not around the facility, but when you're here, work hard and, and, and play hard. And there's no, to me, there's, there's no evidence that Chase Claypool and Juju and those guys don't work hard and play hard. In fact, Juju spent all last off season preparing his body and, and improving his body for the 2020 campaign. And I think it paid off. And the fact that how many, how many uh, times did, 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 did he catch one of those short passes from Ben and, 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 and pull people over and get first down. So, you know, that stuff to me is, it, it, I just want to pull whatever was left of my hair out when I, when I hear people talk about that, because it just doesn't matter. You know, Joey Porter used to, Get the fights with, with people before games. He used to, he used to call teams out in, in the newspaper be, before playoff games, and it didn't matter because they were a good team. If you're a good team, none of that stuff matters. If you're a bad team, none of that stuff matters because it's all about talent. It's all about execution, and 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 just because a guy posts a TikTok video, that doesn't mean he's not focused on his craft. Okay, so. I just want to spend a few minutes talking about that. And it's good that I'm done now with that because it, having said all that, and on that note, that brings to a close the first half of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack with Tony Defio. Um, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook and you're making fun of me for, my, for talking with my hands, please don't go anywhere because I'm not going. I'll be right back in, in a few seconds. If you're listening on one of the, uh, on an uh, audio platform, I wasn't talking with my hands. I'm perfectly still. Download part two of this episode of Steelers Friday Night Six Pack. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. 
offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.